Okay, hi, Dumpster Divas. We are back with another episode of Dumpster Dive with me, Tom Hamlin. Uh, I am kicks-less today. She is not here today, uh, but I am going to bring in uh, quite a few guests here in a second. We are doing a roundtable episode today about uh, the hit Netflix show, Bling Empire. But before we get to that, before I introduce all of them, uh, I just want to quickly give a shout out once again to our listeners this is our little listener appreciation moment of the podcast the podcast continues to grow which is so exciting and i'm so thankful for everyone who continues to listen and to show my love and our love on behalf of kicks even though she's not here today i just wanted to read another little review that we got on apple podcast and reminder please rate five stars uh on apple podcast if you want to rate lower than that um i would love a lengthy description of why you don't like me (laughs) um but seriously please read us that's how we get things going here you know um so i want to take a moment to uh read a little review so this comes from uh sehar 90 so that's s-e-h-j-a-r i'm so sorry if i didn't pronounce your name correctly um the title of the review is obsessed and uh they did five stars, like I told them to, right? Uh, they said, I listened to the Pat Regan episode first, and now I can't get enough. I love the recaps, even if I don't watch all the shows they discuss. And then we got three clap emojis. Well, thank you. Um, you know, I would love some feedback on uh, other shows outside of the Bravo universe that you guys would want us to talk about. I'm thinking about talking about an episode of 90 Day Fiance maybe later on this year. Uh, I know we're definitely going to be covering Summer House, which is a non-Housewives show. Um, but uh, after The Bachelor ends, I'm I'm willing to add something kind of in the mix or maybe bring something onto a Patreon page. So just let me know. I know we're covering a non-Bravo thing today. Uh, so I can't wait to hear uh, how you guys like the episode. So once again, uh, please rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts and everywhere podcasts are heard. Uh, I am now going to let you listen to this fabulous roundtable we had with Joe Gunn, um, Hannah Brown, and Victoria of Asians Who Love Bravo uh, talking all things Bling Empire. And uh, take a quick break. We'll be back with all of them in one second. Okay, hi, and we are back. Uh, I'm so excited. Uh, we've never done this before. Maybe this is something we're going to start doing more of. Uh, we have our first little round table uh, covering uh, Bling Empire. And uh, we have two vets of the pod, and we have one noob to the pod. Uh, I'll start out with uh, our, like, uh, OGs. We have uh, Joe Gunn. Uh, you can follow him at JoeGunn90 on Instagram. He is the meme king of the internet. And uh, we also have Hannah Brown. Uh, she hosts a podcast called Not Aspirational. Um, I might be on it here pretty soon, so keep an eye out for that. And you can follow her at Hannah A. Brown on Instagram. Uh, Joe and Hannah, what's up? Hello. Hi, Tom. Hi. Hi. Hi, Hannah. So good to be here. This is the event of my week, by the way. So I'm very excited <laughs> Yay. to be here. Yes. Oh, I'm excited to do it. Yes, I'm thrilled to be part of this roundtable discussion. I my mind keeps thinking <laughs> of nights of the roundtable. Like I do wish we were all in like those like metal outfits, but like sure. other than that, I'm having an amazing time. <laughs> I know. I was actually it's I was thinking more of like Hollywood Reporter, but sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> I'm not even into medieval stuff. I don't even know why my mind went there. Who am I? Um, before we get into all of it, we have uh, a fresh face or fresh voice, I should say, to the pod, uh, Victoria uh, of Asians Who Watch Bravo on Instagram. Uh, follow her. She's hilarious there, posts awesome memes and great uh, insightful stories there on uh, her Instagram account. Victoria, hi. Hi, everyone. I am so excited to be here. I hope you guys don't hear the nerves in my voice, and I hope I don't say like a lot because that's what I do when I get nervous, but... I am for for legit all fans of you guys. So being on here is really like surreal. So um, yeah, but I'm so excited to be on here and talk about Bling Empire and try to provide some thoughts and insights if I can. Yeah, we're so happy to have you. Um, yeah, and once again, this is our first time doing something like this. I think this should be something we do more often, just kind of like getting a group together to chat about something non-bravo you know i've been trying to find other non-bravo shows to cover on the pod besides bachelor because after like a couple episodes of the bachelor it gets just kind of like boring to talk about you know yeah redundant yeah yeah it's just like uh, like i love the beginning when they're all just drunk and like like shooting the shit you know but you know i've tried to dip my toe into the bachelor nation but i just it's such a huge 
undertaking and <laughs> there's so much content I just can't do it I can't take it on I'm not taking it on that's how I feel you about Love Island. It like it's, I'm overwhelmed oh, by how yeah. much Love Island oh, there is. Oh no, that's another story. I've always got time for Love Island. Inject <laughs> it directly into my veins. It's so good. I know. I have never done it. I've never done the Love Island thing. I, I've watched. I I tried to watch the U.S. one and it was awful. Oh, I've never done and the then, U.S. one. I. Yeah. Kicks my co kicks my sister and co host is obsessed with Love Island. She she's actually watched a lot of seasons, but I don't know. It's the time commitment for me. And like, how do you binge like fifty episodes? That's that's I where think, I'm at. I think this is the difference. I think in the UK, it's like when Love Island is on, it is the only thing everyone is talking about, and I'm that's not even an exaggeration. And like, you have to people who don't even want to watch it, they watch it just to know what the hell everyone's talking about at work. So yeah, no, it's like an event. I love it. Well, that's essentially what we do with The Bachelor. <laughs> okay, fair. Yeah. I feel like I feel like more than half of The Bachelor v- viewers are not watching it out of enjoyment, but out of just yeah. like just not uh, be left out because that's how right. I am too. I'll watch here and there to kind of get an idea of what's going on, but it's so boring after a while. I it's just the so same boring. Thing. Oh my god, it's always for me at like the forty-eight minute mark when there's still another forty-eight minutes where I'm like, my god, like. <laughs> Now is there another date and another cocktail, whatever, another thing? It's it's just boring, and I don't need to see all these attractive people being like complaining about how they don't have a significant other. I'm like, mm, sucks to be you. Yeah, at least Victoria, it's really pretty. B- by the way, Victoria, you're stunning. Yeah, I was gonna say, wait a minute. <laughs> you're like, yeah, I'm like <laughs> Joe, Joe, and I are like, we're like we're like the three Stooges over here, and you're like. <laughs> Literally so glowing in a lime green sweater, like looking stunning. Um, I bought this lime green sweater because I saw Lisa Barlow wearing a lime oh my green God. sweater. So I have to go out and get a lime green sweater. Can I touch? I love that. <laughs> I just like, I love, oh my God. Yeah. Hannah, just Hannah, just shout out to Hannah's Lisa Barlow impression because it was so. Oh my off. God. So, can you do it again? Yes, oh God, please. I love that. Can I touch? I got some shit for not saying that enough in my Lisa Barlow video. And I was like, oh, stay tuned because I'm not done. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, people give you shit about it? Yeah, people were like, like, because she tweeted it, which was like the pinnacle of my life. And someone was like, like this. But she really didn't say I love that. And can I touch enough? And I was like, okay, then you put on the fucking brown wig and the fur and go to Taco Bell and order as Lisa Barlow. And then tell me (laughs) if you remember to say it. Okay. Yeah, the commitment. You really got in the car and went somewhere. Yeah, I did. I mean, like, really you, I always think I'm literally doing this for free. Like, <laughs> I'm like, do you want to Venmo me? I'll redo it if you want to Venmo me. Completely. Yeah. Oh, God. The internet is a scary They're never place, happy. But, um, it's fine. Never. Yeah, there's always but, someone who's upset. Yeah. And I've only been doing this for a little bit. I'm like, Ugh, whatever. I can't please everyone. Yeah, exactly. Right. Well, uh, Victoria, before we get into Bling Empire, uh, since you haven't been on the podcast before, I just want to ask you what we asked, what we asked Hannah, what we asked Joe, all of our guests. And uh, that is what uh, reality TV uh, made you a dumpster diva. That's our fun little phrase about the trash fire that we are, all that stuff. So um, what was your journey with reality television? So I watched like the early 2000s reality television, like Newlyweds, um, Taylor Tequila, that was I think that was when I was like a freshman in high school. Um, all the MTV shows, Ashley Simpson's show, iconic. Um, and then I got into Housewives because it was the very first season of Beverly Hills. And I had not really seen all the Housewives. I'd seen it here and there, but I, I was premiering. I was like, I want to start a show from episode one, season one. And then that's what I got into. And then I just started going deeper into all the Housewife shows and more Bravo shows. So that's where my reality television television um, love started, I guess. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, Newlyweds is so good. I mean, there's just something about that era that we'll never get back with, like, the way that people were so, like, on... There, no one was phased by the idea of, like, social media yes. or yeah. the way people thought of them yeah. on television. So mm-hmm. they just, like... There's no way a celebrity would do the chicken chicken of the sea bit like on the couch today. You know, no. they'd be too worried about the tuna community coming after them. 
true. I mean, yeah, it was like reality TV in its purest form. And yeah, like you said, without social media and without like Instagram stories where we see the inside of these people's houses all day, every day, it was like, we turned to MTV to be like, who is the person behind, you know, the pop star? I need to know. When Jessica got her eyes done and she was, she said it would suck to be blind. Uh, I know people nowadays would come after her, but it was like... (laughs) Kind of funny at the time because she was like, God damn, it would suck to be blind. Yes, her and Casey like eating like breadsticks at some like diner yeah. with those like things on their eyes. Iconic. Wait, what did she do to her eyes? She got LASIK. Yeah. Oh, I, I thought you meant like an eye lift or something. <laughs> she got LASIK. <laughs> uh, wait, Joe, have you watched Newlyweds? No, I know what it is. Um, yeah, it was it was on UK, UK TV as well, so I've got no excuse. But um, yeah, Jessica Simpson, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. You got it. <laughs> um, wait, wait. <laughs> so, tell everyone though, Victoria, about uh, your account, uh, Asians Love Bravo. So, I started my account about last year when uh, this pandemic started, and I was just—it was actually the catalyst for it was when Brandy's video resurfaced, and I hadn't watched it like three years ago when it came out. It was resurfaced with a whole thing with Leanne and just someone retweeted it again and I watched it of course because I had watched Dallas I'm not like that religious of a Dallas watcher previously um and I liked Brandy and I thought she was funny and whatever and then I saw that video and I saw her follow-up tweets and I was like I have to create an account because I was reaching out to some Bravo accounts on my personal page and like yeah we'll post about it um I'm not expecting everyone to post about it so I was like why don't I just do it and I can be the Asian voice to do it because Maybe it wouldn't be that effective coming from a non-Asian person saying this is really messed up. And then also another thing, Sheena from Vanderpump Rules, like, I don't think she's racist, but she said something when the pandemic started, she tweeted and I have like a screenshot of it. She said um, she wasn't going to stop hanging out with people or stop doing things. And someone tweeted back saying, you know, that's how the virus is spreading. And then she tweeted back saying, oh, I thought thought it was because people in Asia ate bats. So it's a little bit xenophobic, a little slightly racist is what I call it, slightly racist. And I was just like, she, she, no, no. I don't even like her to begin with. So that just gave me more validation that she sucks. Yeah, she, that was not great. Yeah, it was not great. It wasn't like one of those things where she's like, I hate Asian people or something. It wasn't, of course, to that level, but it was kind of just like, ooh, no, no, no. A microaggression. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. And I'm like, and you also have to define like which people in Asia because she's just really big. <laughs> <laughs> Good yeah, point. Like, you know, like what region are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, Shishu, can you be specific with your microaggression, please? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> she is an idiot. Did she apologize for that? No. And I tagged her in it and I like, she's seen my stories with it and she just like didn't respond. Call it out. Yeah, that's yeah. fucked up. Okay, I can't believe I'm about to say this, but during the beginning of COVID, there was a season of Vanderpump Rules on our screens, which is crazy to think about. But um, dur- I think during the reunion or something, like Andy confronted her because she was like posting all these things about COVID not being. Re- I don't. I, I don't know. I wonder if she. I, I wonder if she was like, I apologize for one thing. Doesn't that doesn't that cover everything? It's like no. Like you yeah. need to address this. Like that's bad. I, I'm I'm so sorry. I didn't even. No, I don't feel like I didn't even know about that. No, yeah. because that's how small traction it causes. And I always say something called like mainstream racism. I think when it's not that big of a story, or I think when bigger movements are taking place, like of course the Black Lives Matter movement and um, the disparaging comments that Leanne made about Carrie, about the Mexican community, I think because people focus more on that and that's more of a main media mainstream kind of thing that's why people pay attention to that i think they don't know how to like pay attention to other racially insensitive areas because they don't have to but that's probably just like the lack of traction this caused and brandy's video really in the grand scheme of things didn't cause that much traction and she's like still on the show and no one's really said anything so yeah i think that's kind of where i'm at with that but sheena yeah sheena's I hate the way she apologized to begin with anyway. Like that every time she apologizes to her friend, she's like, I didn't mean it. Yeah. Yeah, shut up. 
But yeah, I appreciate yeah. like all those Vanderpump rules people. They annoy the shit out of me. Oh so. my gosh, right? But then I but then I still creep on their I don't follow any of them on Instagram, but I creep. I'm creeping. Like Lauren Kent's book, none of us asked for that. I don't give me Lala. I don't want it. <laughs> Wait, yeah. how dare you call her Lauren? Because her name is Lauren <laughs> with a Y. Lauren. Her name is Chris <laughs> Lauren. And she's like, people didn't know how to say my name. I'm like, how- it's Lauren with a Y. Yeah. Wait, people didn't know how to say Lauren? It's an excuse. Oh, God. I can't. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what the future of that show is, but we're not here to talk about that today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, well, thank, I mean, not thank you, but y- y- your account is awesome. I I love following it. And um, everyone go follow Victoria. She's she's great. And uh, so I want to get into Bling Empire, which is why we're here today, yeah. which it's so crazy to think like, a year ago this was like the cheer of a year ago you know what i mean like like these netflix reality shows come in and out so fast like i feel like i feel like we're on such a downhill slope after like like do you know what i mean like the fat of it has almost already gone you know because they they come in and out so fast that i almost wish that they had released like half of the episodes and then released the other half like at a certain point yeah um but i love the show and if you haven't watched it please go watch it but i just wanted to kind of go around and get everyone's general takes on uh the franchise joe do you want to start sure um so i never felt so poor in my life the only the only other time i had that feeling was when i started watching ladies of london and i think because obviously beverly hills yeah money but then also you're almost watching beverly hills you don't know whose money is real and whose isn't and it's like a house of cards um and who's just living off like um who's just like deeply in debt and whatever but i don't know there's something there was something about ladies of london where it's like okay I, f- I have a feeling these people have money and to, to live in London is like an even bigger, like, I don't know. Anyway, little did I know I was going to tune into Bling Empire and feel like, oh my God, like there's not a reality where I am going to ever achieve that level of monetary wealth. <laughs> it was just mind blowing to me. Yeah. Um, and, but yeah, I really enjoyed like the way it was shot um, and just, yeah, loved it. Loved it, loved it. Um, uh, Hannah, do you want to go? Yes. Um, I loved Bling Empire. I think it was just the like aspirational escapism we all need at this point in this pandemic. I loved seeing the lavish parties that were maskless, that like COVID was not a part of this world we were in. It felt so naughty. It felt so, it did. It was like <laughs> scandalous. Oh, but it was great. I loved the fashion and I love this group of people. I think that like even the people in the group who like irritated me, I still found love for all of them by the end of the season. And I think that's really special. Yeah. 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 Wait, Joe, say naughty again for me. It's so naughty. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like naughtier when you say you it. You should put that as a soundbite in your podcast. Like I should. I have naughty. Yes. I have a board. Joe, I might do that. I have a board that I just have never used. Like, I use the board to record, but I, I have buttons that I could press to do a little, like, uh Wait, Hannah, punch. where where did you say you are right now? Me? Oh, yeah. I'm in L.A. LA. <laughs> this is wait, that was really bad. This is not a time to introduce in jokes that only me and Hannah get. That was a quote. Go. We like to have like go. an Amanda no, Iris in a go. holiday bit where like Joe is Iris and I'm Amanda. And so anytime yeah, we bring it. up LA, Joe types it like E L L A Y. LA. Anyway, besides the point, cut that out. No, we <laughs> welcome the inside jokes. We welcome that. Um no, Victoria, uh, what do you think? So I have a whole thing of notes. This is my, oh my meeting God, notes book for work and I don't give a fuck. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I started off with like, cause I looked up an article about their net worths, which I also like, I think we talked about earlier, not accurate at all, but I'm like going to go down my list. Okay. Because this is how I need to talk. Guy Tang, random, but okay. I mean, I feel like he also didn't really say anything. The hairstylist. I mean, he had like a couple of not lines, I guess, I guess lines. But he really didn't. I want to know the also, I want to know more of the backstories of everyone. Like I want to know how they're connected, why they're friends. And also, did anyone notice all the transition music is from Vanderpump? Yes. Yes. It's Wait, not so I, that, but... No, I did notice that. And I was wondering if there's any production team crossover. I'm assuming so because they use the same like lame ass songs where they're like, 
I'm a girl and you're a boy. And mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, wine, wine, diamonds and wine. And then it like goes over <laughs> There was one else. which really stood out to me. It was like, um, they see me, but they don't see the struggle. They see me, but they don't see the hustle. And I was like, I shazammed that because I was really into it. You're like, I, this speaks to me. Yeah. I'm yeah. like kind of crying thinking about the, those lyrics. <laughs> I know. It's like sometimes I, I one time thought it was Lala because she was saying like, the singer was just like, I'm a girl. You're not a boy. You're, I'm a man. Like, I don't know. It was really weird. And I was like, is that Lala? But, no. <laughs> you mean, you mean Lauren? Lauren. Lauren from YouTube. Ain't nobody got me blinging like I'm blinging. <laughs> yes, the remix. Joe, that was, Joe, that was really good impression. I got to give it to you. <laughs> Um. Yeah, uh, I I don't understand. I didn't understand his uh role in the uh, role in the show. Guy Tang a little bit. The only thing he was there for was to like throw the um penis pump out uh the window, which I thought that he should have gotten more shit for that than he did. Like it felt like it that like that he got fr- like Kim Lee got in so much trouble for that when it was like no, he was the one that was like egging that on and going in. I don't know. Yeah, Kim Lee did get the brunt of it because she was just like, I was just standing there, I didn't do anything. And then, but it was weird that they're like, yeah, just throw it out the window if you're a friend. I'm like, why would you throw someone's belongings out the window? Yeah, regardless of if it's a sexual. Yeah, if you think it's gross, that's your choice, but. But then it's like, then don't go snooping around someone's house in their bathroom, like uninvited. Like it's really no one's business. What's in Anna's bathroom? The disrespect. Well, can we talk about a penis pump a little bit? Yeah, please. I'm, I'm, my knowledge about penis pumps starts and ends with Austin Powers when he like brought the penis pump, like when he was like thought, like thawed out, you know what I mean? I just like, I need someone to like fully explain to me like what she was using, like what she was, what it was doing in the shower, what was happening. Cause it was a hydro penis pump. See, I have to say, I don't know that when I think of penis pump, I think of something that guys who uh, want to enlarge their dicks is like it's like a like a, a, a like a cosmetic procedure thing but I guess this is actually like a sex toy uh, so I don't know basically I don't know what it is I guess it's like stimulating pleasure and there's wa- hydro water involved <laughs> should I just google it right now yeah unclear <laughs> understanding is it from Degrassi don't make fun of me but Degrassi Love when Degrassi. JT was trying to have like sex for the first time or maybe it was JT. I don't know. It wasn't JT. Anyway, one of them tried to like make their penis bigger. So they put their penis in a penis pump. So that like, that's what I think all of us. Oh, so it is. Yeah. And I also am so naive when I, they first went to the bathroom, I was like, is that a cupping thing for your back? (laughs) Because they're Asian. And my sister's like, you're a fucking idiot. No. (laughs) Also, you need to know, like the beginning of this Google search is what do you do with a penis? Like I I have a pump in, but like, that's like the beginning of my You got to start somewhere. Yeah. (laughs) I guess I just don't understand the logistics of like the the pump in the shower. So she yeah. wants she, she's I'm guessing oh, she wants Okay, I think it's for ED. <laughs> I think it's for erectile dysfunction because okay. it's to do with getting the blood pumping into it. So I guess yeah, if she's with a partner who struggles oh. with that. It's just like I guess at the beginning just to get it going. It's like I guess it's like a Kickstarter. Mm. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I've yet, I've yet to, you know, but yeah, <laughs> okay. No judgment. I just think taking a pill would be a little bit easier than yeah. uh, Yes, than pumping your penis. Is it yeah. also demoralizing to like have to pump your penis? I would have to wonder. I, I mean, mean, I don't know. I, we're equal opportunity in this house for all, yeah. all penis sizes, you know, but yeah. I mean... I, for her to suggest, I don't know. It's I want to know more, and I know we won't ever get to learn more about that. Yeah, I, don't think I know. Anna's I want to know, us. and like school guys use penis pumps. I just want to know which guy used it too. Like I want to know right. men in her life. Christine did have a good line. She she says, "I just want to get my bearings on the whole penis pump situation." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Wait, was that in the last episode when she like went up to Kim and was like, "Hey, so let's yeah. talk about this." And Kim was like, "Um, my dad's dead, and I don't want to talk about this right now." Yeah. She's like, "Oh." <laughs> this is so cringy like I I felt bad for Christine in that moment I was like oh she had no yeah. idea it is one of those things where you're like how's her mom doing and like she died and you're like oh, 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 oh. <laughs> well let's talk Christine a little bit because Christine uh we've come to find out which is pretty obvious like just uh, by her performance on the show that she was like on a on like a d-list uh to be on Beverly Hills because she's very good friends with both Kathy Hilton and Brandy Glanville <sighs> 
It shocks me when Brandy Glanville is friends with like uber rich people. Yes. Yeah, I know what you mean. Because like she was friends with Adrian. That's how she came on the show. And Adrian obviously has like a gajillion dollars. So I was like, even when she was married to Eddie, I'm not assuming Eddie made that much money in his career. Mm-hmm. So I don't really get how she's friends with all these rich people. Yeah, I know. I know what you mean. Because because Christine is so Christine's worth 50 million, which is like insane. That's Lisa Vanderpump money. Well, more than. Yeah, that's a lot. Um, And uh, what are our thoughts about her? Do we like her? Do we do we think she would have been a better fit on Beverly Hills maybe than this show? Because yeah. part of me feels that she's a bit removed from this world. Mm-hmm. Like you can tell that like I think that Anna legitimately is friends with some of these children. Me too. Okay. That's what I also wanted to talk about. I don't really get Anna Shay's and Christine's position in this show. A little bit more Christine, just she's a little bit younger. But Anna, I just feel like she should be on a show where she's like with women of her, not like age shaming, but I just feel like she's too good for these people almost. Like Mm -hmm. hanging out with these young people who are disrespecting her house. I don't know. I'm just, I don't really understand her point in this show. But I feel like, sorry, I feel like in episode one, she kind of did a bit of an explainer where she just had this awakening and realization that she wanted to live her life and just get out of her comfort zone and I guess doing the show it was probably part of that mm-hmm. um I don't know I, I just really enjoy Anna I mean I think we could probably all agree that yeah. her first scene is her just taking a hammer to her wall um <laughs> and yeah, she befriends these uh, these youngsters, and it's very um, yeah, it's interesting. I, I yeah, but I feel like this um, feud feud between Anna and Christine was just a producer's yeah yeah. yeah. I think they're both equally petty, both equally annoying to each other. So yeah. I think it was really produced or motivated. Yeah, I think Christine, I actually think she would do well on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I think there's um there's sort of a level of like like I don't know if the word properness is a word, like decorum, like there's a standard that Christine holds herself to that I don't think anyone else on the show holds themselves to as far as like, like I feel like the rest of the group is much more like free spirited and outgoing and Christine's kind of proper. And so I would like to see her in a, in a housewife situation with women who I feel like are kind of like on her level in that regard, like women who care as much as she does about appearances. I also just have to say, I think Christine has big like Parker Posey energy and it like struck me in like the seventh episode. Oh, I see that. Was, like I could see. Yeah. I see it was during the yoga scene where she was like, the joke was on me. And she was like laughing. And I was like, she reminds me of Parker Posey in this moment. Yeah. I see that. Like, I, Oh my God. I love Parker. So po- do I. One of the slept. <laughs> I love her so much. I feel like one of her slept on roles is uh scream three when she's like fully unhinged. I've never seen scream three, but now I have to. Oh my God. It's so good. Scream three. It's a mess, but it's so fun. And yeah, she's in it. Um, yeah. no, I, there's something about Christine too, that I think we touched, they touched on a good amount, but I think, like it is it carries that Beverly Hills darkness is the storyline about her husband being um sterile is that the right term yes mm-hmm. or yes no 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 there's like a well okay it, him not being able to the them not being able to have a child is his is his body not hers yet she's been taking the brunt for that for um a long time for their families which yeah so sad yeah and like but like something i miss about housewives of beverly hills is like we don't like get to that darkness all the time like there's so many dark storylines underneath these rich people and they've just clouded over that for the past couple seasons there in beverly hills but like that that moment with her and her husband was like this is like that shit in beverly hills that we love like because these rich people if you have so much money and you you like cover yourself in just the most expensive belongings i have to believe that there are like deeper like things about insecurities yeah, or yes. like phys- physical insecurities. Like, I don't know. There's yeah. just a lot to unpack with her. Yeah. I think also with her, her, like the way that she shows off and how she dresses, I think is very um, indicative. I don't know if that's the right word of like when Asian people get very wealthy and um, the way that she's very colorful in her clothing and her, outward appearance I think that's very I've seen a lot of like Asian 
people like that who you know wear designer clothes like head to toe and they're always talking about they have this they have that that and I think it might be a little bit of an immigration success story they're like oh we succeeded so much that's why we want to show off um I don't know how I particularly feel about it but if they want to do that that's totally their choice and yeah it was sad to see Christine's um struggle with her in-laws because that's very reminiscent of all Asian families and the expectation of a daughter-in-law versus just the son like the son can do no wrong but the daughter-in-law is always wrong like you know in crazy rich Asians like the mom was never Mm -hmm. really accepted by the grandma so that's kind of what that is I think and it was sad to see Christine being like I don't know why I'm always being blamed for things yeah no I'm I I liked her more towards the end. In the beginning, she felt like an odd pick like for, yeah. the, for the group. But something I learned uh, when reading up a little bit about this was, did you know, do we all know that Kelly is a producer on the show? What? Yes. What? Yes. I don't even get but me like, started on Kelly. about everything now. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, which makes sense why, because on, on, like, on ads for the show, it's like Kelly's in the front of them. And I'm yeah. like, like her Who face cares is about like Kelly, thing, like, <laughs> right? Yes, yeah. I love I love Kelly. Oh, she wait, pissed really? me off. <laughs> she pissed no. me off. <laughs> what Joe? What do you, wait, wait, Joe. So, what do you love about Kelly? What do I love about Kelly? I okay, I don't like her choices. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, she's still Maybe, with. An, I don't like someone. <laughs> she's still with an incredibly abusive man. Um, the the red power rager. Am I right? Um, he's not even the real one. He's from like a, not the 90s one. That yes. We used to watch, if you're not right? from Mighty Morphin, I don't care. Yeah, I don't fucking give a yeah. shit. Right. Or when I read it, I was like, wait, was he in like the movie that came out like a couple years ago? And so he's not in that. And he's not in the old TV show. He's in some reboot that happened yeah. in a couple years ago. I like how Kelly is like, he's a very serious, serious actor. You're like, girl, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, he's a power Andrew, ranger. That whole recording studio session, like, I have watched that, like, five different times because he's just, like, hair, ocean, just imagine it. And everyone's just nodding along, like, yeah, I totally get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Yeah. Wait, don't you wish his Chiron was, like, power ranger? Like, underneath yeah, this? Yeah, like, yeah. It was, like... <laughs> Not anything other than just right. power rangers. Man. Wait, are they together? I couldn't figure it out still. Yeah. That was very, like, at the end, that was very producer-driven. And now I'm like, okay, now that Kelly was a producer or is a producer, it makes more sense because, like, the way she went to his house in, like, this gigantor ball gown and he opened the door shirtless. Or she, I don't know if he was shirtless. But it was just very weird. I was like, is this is this kind of... I don't know. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. I agree. that it, it When I read that today about her being a producer, yeah, that final scene really made sense. Yeah, yes. I was like, why is this being shown so dramatically? She could just be like, I'm going to your house right now and we're going to fuck or something. Yeah, I was just shocked that the season like ended with Kelly. And I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Joe, to like shit on your queen. Um, but <laughs> I was shocked that it ended with her because I was just like, oh, like, there's so many yeah. more people in this group, more dynamic people. And I was like, we're going to end with this like dark sided relationship that like should not still be happening. And listen, I want to be delicate here because like I've dated terrible people. We've all been the Kelly before. So I'm not judging her. I'm not blaming her for the mind manipulation spell mm-hmm. she's under. But I am like, if Kevin, if I were single and Kevin asked me on a date, I wouldn't be going back to anybody. No, Ke- Kevin is so hot. So hot. Oh and my God. Ha- Kevin, like- when I look at Kevin, he's one of those men where I just look at him and I can't imagine there being a more handsome man. No. Like yeah. There's no, there's yeah. no one else. I yeah. just like this in and this is it. <laughs> right. If Kevin was standing in front of me, like I wouldn't know what to do with him. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> like the idea of him being in my bedroom, like I would just be like, uh like <laughs> but did y'all cannot so commute nice and so dorky and so funny i as know well. and, and i love yeah. his friendship yeah. with kane i think they're so cute together i love them do you, but did yeah. any of you want to see kevin on like i don't know like a vanderpump rules or tom tom spinoff because he had vanderpumpian energy to me i could totally yeah. see that like i mean i wrote down i think kevin was a little bit creepy in that he just kept hitting on her when she was like i have a boyfriend and if it was a reverse situation and a girl kept hitting on 
a dude that was in a relationship should be called like a slut or homewrecker. Yeah, or crazy. So. Crazy. Yeah, good um, point. That was a little, I don't, that's probably also producer driven. Mm-hmm. I bet Kelly like off stream was like, confess your love to me and I'll just reject you every time. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's, that was just interesting to see. But yeah, Kevin yeah. could really be on like Vanderpump Rules or something. Yeah. And can we talk about this like article that's going around that's saying that he's worth, I saw one article that said he's worth $10 million. And I saw another article that said the one that had all of their net worth said he was worth $19 million. And then so, and then he went on like E News or something. He was like, I have literally no idea where people are getting these numbers from. Cause like I would love to be worth 10 million, but I'm not. Yeah. Did, but like where did that come from? That's so random. Did, well, Sorry, did either, I don't want to detract from the question, but did anyone else, I was a little uncomfortable with Kevin at the beginning because I was like, I think he's, I got a little bit of an opportunistic vibe. I was like, he's a little too comfortable hanging out with all these super rich people and like taking from them. And I was like, Kevin, take a step back. Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. The shopping thing made me uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was weird. I didn't like. Put your tits out and everything, but I wasn't prepared for that Anna Shay hit shot. Oh my god! Wait, we have to talk about that because yeah, like I'm open to there being nudity on these yeah. reality shows. Like we don't yeah. get that. Yeah, I loved it. Free the nip. Same. I mean, yeah. like Vanderpump Rules could go back and there'd probably be like like a hundred scenes with nips in them. Yeah. Like there's yeah. been so much nudity on these shows. Like why not? Also, you- like I'm Sorry. willing to see like Dick too. If Kevin wants yeah. to like full frontal, I'm down for that too. Why not? Right. Yeah. Literally why the not? same day I watched that episode where Anna was just tits free. Um, what was, yeah, it was Ka- Carrie on um, Dallas. She was like clothed and they blurred out her nipples. Cause I guess they could be vaguely seen. And I was like, That's Oh just- really? I didn't even notice that. I guess not. TV just- is so like, sensitive when it comes to nipple or like anything i'm like why is that so bad yeah who cares yeah. cares yeah and work anna i love that anna also you can tell that anna was so reluctant to be on like a reality show yet she's just like topless I'm I like, I love her. <laughs> where did i hear this or did one of you tell me or someone told me that anna never realized she was on the show she thought she was just there yes i read that out. too somewhere <laughs> Apparently, yes, she, she never realized she was a cast member until the what? show came out. God, I love yes, her. She well, didn't think her interview bites were for, oh my God, that's hilarious. That's- no, she, like, she knew as it started to go, but, like, when the, like, and then did you see the thing that uh, Pet Shop Boy posted about this article about how she, um, when she got her first check, she was like, wait, why are you paying me? And she like hasn't, she didn't cash any of her checks from filming and Netflix had to call her and they were like, Hey, like you have to cash these checks. Like, like you can't just like hold, Uh, you can't not cash them. And she's like, I know, but like, I just don't understand like why you're paying me like pay like the production team for having to deal with me. Like I don't need the money. I love her. She's my favorite kind of rich person because she's not pretentious about it. She's, she's so rich. She's like unbothered by literally anything. And she doesn't have to prove anything to anyone yeah okay She's so victoria and tom <laughs> how how did she get this money did we figure out get to, to the bottom of that i read that her dad had some really huge um company like i think it might have been a tech company that deals with i almost want to say the military but i could be wrong about that but mm-hmm. apparently she sold it in 2006 with her brother for like 1.2 billion yeah so she's fucking rich so it's i heard that it's an he <laughs> which it gets dark because i heard that he was an arms dealer which oh. like yikes. is that that tony what? stark money or is that different that's sure you're yeah. like okay honey a <laughs> billion dollars in arms is a lot of that's a lot of arms aka oh. weapons uh-huh. don't you think yeah that's a lot i could see that i i don't know what the price of a military weapon is but like like we're just the idea of arms dealing really like I, I have no context of what that means, like what I that entails. Because I've just been around government tracking, contracting my whole life. And there's a, like a lot of protocol you have to go through. So mm-hmm. I'm not exactly so sure like how people are like, yeah, I don't know how people are arms dealers. Like, what do you, what does your daily life look like? Your day to day? I don't know. I have to assume that Anna doesn't participate in the dealing of arms. <laughs> Yeah, could you imagine just her being out like? But kind of can, like in like a gown. Wait, can we talk a little bit about her hair? 
Why do her extensions look like that when she's so wealthy? Like, or her hair is like, it's like one inch and then it's just weird. It's like fragmented. Like tracks everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't think she know. cares. Yeah, I don't think she knows like she what just... year it is. Like, I literally think she's on her own fucking planet and she's just like unbothered. I mean, like fucked up extensions, yeah. tits out. Like, I don't think she knows what day it is because she literally doesn't have to. This yeah. I mean, you're totally right. Maybe she really doesn't know anything that's going on in the world. And she's just like, whatever. That's the vibe I get. And and she surrounds herself with these like hot young people who like to party. Like God love her for it. Yeah. And she's always just like doing something every day. That's like a rich person thing. And you're like, oh my God. Yeah. Like riding a, what, what, is it a Segway around uh, Rodeo Drive? Oh, that was kind of tough for me to watch when the police told her to get onto the, the, at the pavement mm. and she just said no and I was like wow this privilege yeah that's just, true yeah. Woo! like Ooh. can oh, you imagine so if she was a black person yeah. and mm-hmm. just just said no right Mm-mm. Mm-mm. not on rodeo Mm-mm. can we talk about her random french like friend or something he's so hot too by the yeah, way yeah what's his name what's his name anyone remember I can't remember his name it starts with an f uh, something Bonsoir. really French. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Bonsoir. Alex and Simon. I love their relationship. Yes, yes. Wait, I'm looking this up now. Keep going though. I love their relationship. Like they're it's just so sweet. Like she's just like, this is my best friend. And he's all over her Instagram. Like yeah. they're always like, just legit like tra- friends and legitimately yeah. like each other's best friends. And he's so hot. But- and she just private planes over to Paris to like have lunch with him and then goes home. Yeah. That sounds so fun. <laughs> Kelly to Paris for her birthday just because she felt like it. And I like how she was like in that like flight attendant outfit that the lady. Oh like, my God. I'm a flight attendant. So oh, yeah. if someone came up to me, I guess it's I guess it's different. First of all, we don't have like spare uniform like knocking <laughs> around. Like this is, I guess she like called in a favor and they like knew ahead that she wanted to try it on and whatever. But I don't know, it just made it look like she just went up to one of them and said take off your uniform I want, yeah. to, I want to give it I want to give it a go first I could really see her just be like can you take your uniform off and then be like what and she's just like you heard me the first time yeah she wait guys like wait hundred thousand dollars just yeah, to, yeah. Just this is giving out. me flashbacks to sister act when she's like your teacher says take off your robes <laughs> <laughs> your teacher says take off your robes take off take off your flight attendant wear <laughs> can't really hear what she's saying sometimes like I'm like I have to pay attention really closely because she's like yeah Kevin came over and picked up Taylor's stuff and I was like Anna speak up she does like mumble again because she's so unbothered maybe she's like high all the time because she just also doesn't give a fuck like maybe she's just like so like not into like hardcore drugs but like weed yeah I thought Xanax or, mm. or Valium or something oh mm. yeah she seems very whacked out on but like a mellow yeah yeah, yeah. A, gra- a great headspace to be in, yeah. uh, which I aspire to. <laughs> yeah, like no worry in the world, and you're just like, I guess I'll just get high now. Yeah, I, w- <laughs> I wish I had a Valium. That'd be nice, right? Yeah. <laughs> can, <laughs> Wait, Hannah, you look you're about to say something. Well, can we talk about the trip to Paris where Drew just acted fucking crazy over the phone? And trigger warning to listeners because this was hard to watch, but I feel like it's necessary to touch on maybe. Yeah, Yeah, I I agree. So what happens is um, Kelly goes to go shopping with Anna during it was like they first of all, the flight from California to Paris is like like a day long. Like that's there's so much travel there. Mm -hmm. Um, So they get to the hotel and he decides to like stay. He decides to take a nap or something. And then the, the two of them go shopping, wakes up from nap, calls Kelly and is like, what? why did you leave me but just like at the top of his screaming fully screaming and like you can tell i mean that was shocking with the fact that it's all on camera and like you could tell that none of that was staged like that's him yeah no i have like full body chills yeah Yeah, it's like so it's hard to watch just as a viewer and just as a person in general it's he got so angry and i don't know how kelly wasn't more I mean, she's probably used to it at this point, which is very sad. And that, I guess that's how abusive relationships work. But I just don't get how that was not addressed again, his tone and his voice. And then he was like, you made me mad. You yes. 
Yeah, he gaslighted her. Uh, and like, yeah, I watching it, I I was concerned for her safety. I was like, I don't Completely. want her to be alone in a hotel room with this man. Like, this is fucking scary. Mm-hmm. And that's also why, like, at the end when she went back to him, I was just like, my God, she got a one-on-one cleanse from Shaman Durek, okay? And she still went back to him. And I was like, babe, like, you need to, like, be in therapy because, like, that is some, like, shit to work out if you think that this is okay the way this man is treating you he's abusing you like it's terrible the therapist was straight up like you need to break up yeah and she was like i'm concerned for like how tonight's gonna go like after you leave like what are you gonna say to him and i was like oh god but yeah it was so dark very tommy matola very um what's drew's husband's name i'm glad i can't remember his name from Atlanta. oh god just yeah. oh, ralph. abusive men ralph oh um but i don't know because like he's got no money and he's just i don't know he wants to um lock down this woman who i guess she has money from her billionaire ex-husband so he's i don't know and this is his tactic is just to overpower her and lock her into his little it's so obvious too like mm-hmm. to yeah. anyone we all like really don't know that much about their relationship but like right the second away like he's sucking the life out of you taking all your money and he's abusive as fuck and like you can tell i mean this, i'm i'm making light of this a little bit but like i like he just doesn't even look like fun to be around and kevin's yeah. there and he's so funny has yeah. like sex appeal like outside of just kevin's looks like you can tell like he's good He's like a genuinely you know, nice person. Like, yeah. He wants the best yeah. And it's like, like, but at the same time, like I've been in not an abusive relationship, but just like a toxic one mm-hmm. where like any person could have stood next to him and I still would have picked him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's that we found love in a hopeless place kind of vibe. Right. But right. can I ask y'all something too? Do you want a love story between Kevin and Kim in season two? Because I do. Yes. Yes. Okay. The whole series, I was saying, I just, I I just, I can't help it. I was like, I want Kevin and Kim to fuck. It's just something, it's my truth. It's my truth. I want to have raw animal sex. Um, but and then in the last episode, right, there was like an inkling towards. Yeah, there was. I was like, make out. I kept yelling. Me too. Me too. Like they would be sexy together. Like I would watch. Oh my god! No, I'm just kidding. Like I mean, yes. They're so hot. I would too. Victoria, Joe's sweating. Vic- Joe and Victoria are sweating. <laughs> no, can we talk about Kim? We haven't talked about Kim at all yet. Yes. Yes. Victoria, what do you sexy. call Kim? Not Kylie Jenner. <laughs> <laughs> I do at not Kylie Jenner. Let Kevin speak or something. That's so good and so accurate. She looks a lot. I, okay, so I don't know where Kim grew up. And I don't know if she grew up in LA and this is like an LA thing, but I don't really get why she talks like that. She talks kind of like, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. She talks very, I don't actually, I don't know what I'm saying. I don't even know where I'm going with this. <laughs> she talks even, LA she to talks me. Like I don't know. The vocal fry or the, I didn't yeah, know. I think. Like when she gets really defensive in her voice about that whole penis pump thing, I was like, Kim, like, Kim, there are people that are dying, but you should kind of <laughs> like be a little bit more apologetic in her tone. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But she, I mean, I don't have a, a problem with the way she talks. It's just like how she gets reacts when people's like, call, people are calling her out. Mm-hmm. But it was kind of spoiled brat. And even when she does apologize, it's because she's been forced to. She's like, fine, you win. I took, I'll take yeah. the L. Yeah. Like, oh, I guess I'm sorry. Shut up now. But I mm-hmm. grow up. Mm-hmm. You're at least 35. I, I was. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I was a sucker for when she fell at the pool party. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. I'm, al- I'm always a sucker. I'm sorry. I'm always sucker for like a falling. I hijinks. love when people fall. I think it's the funniest shit in the world. There's a Bravo uh, account now that get, I think it says like good falls or something. Like they just started an account and they like are showing all the falls of like various housewives throughout. There are a lot. Just, like, there's I mean, so a lo- many most of ones. them. Yeah, most of them are in New York. Oh yeah. Yeah. Let's face it. But did we all love Kim's mom though? I yes, love her. Love Super I I loved her relationship with her mom and her stepdad. I thought it was so sweet when she told them that she was going to find her her dad and and they were both so supportive and sweet about it. I loved it. Can we talk about this? Such a teddy bear. Yeah. 
I d- listen, I don't know if I'm dumb. I d- I, why didn't Kim's mum know who the father was? Am I just being dumb? I think they, so they got divorced. She said like, I, I was like eight years old and they asked, who do you want to live with? And I automatically just said my mom. And then the dad just went away. So I don't think the mom kept up with the ex-husband either. So I think they both just, it just, they cut off complete communication. Mm. So I don't think she would have been able to tell her daughter where he is. But, oh, did okay. they, but didn't, did she know his name though, until the invest, the PI got involved? Like, That's a good yeah. question. It felt like she literally didn't know anything about him, which was confusing. But then, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it was a little, it was a little confusing. Was it a one-off? Was she, were they married? Yeah, I think they were. I think she. I think she said they got divorced, and they asked me where who I wanted to live with. So it's very sad, but yeah. I mean, I wish that. I just wish during that scene where she talked about it at that restaurant, um, Kevin was talking about his adoption story and how he wants to find his parents, and not Kylie Jenner was saying like, "Oh my God, Kevin, I totally know what you're just talking about." I'm like, let Kevin finish. I don't like when people don't let people finish, but ultimately. She was just trying to relate to Kevin, be like, I'm dealing with that too. So I guess it wasn't that bad. But I just do want them to fuck because I think at this point they just need to fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. They really do. They feel like a good match to me. Yeah. 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 They're a good balance. I think Kevin is sweet and kind of goofy. And then Kim is obviously really hot too. And very like, I like how she just actually does stand up for what she believes in. And she's very like independent and. She's not like I need someone's money to help me out yes. because she does have a career of herself of her own. So that's why I think they'd be a really good match. I feel like they would balance each other really well. Yeah, and I, I feel like I love an unlikely love story. Like I love when people start by like having friction and then they like hate each other and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, you're helping her find her dad, and then it's like, oh, you have cre-. like it's just a fun arc. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I mean, what also what's a more LA couple than a model and a DJ falling in love? We love to see it. I mean, nothing more. Nothing. More. <laughs> nothing. Wait, so before we like finish on this, I just want I I have like the list of their net worth and they're like ranked, so I just want to go through them and see if there's like any like shockers. I don't know. It's like fun to talk I about love money when this. you don't have it. You know, I mean, I live I love celebrity net worths even though most of them are probably false. So. I know, cuz like Kyle Richards I think is inaccurate because it's her husband's company's net worth minus other things so sure yeah yeah i don't know yeah sorry well okay no no you're fine so on this list uh so we'll start on the bottom and then we'll go to the top (laughs) bottom meaning the the least yeah (laughs) Um, (laughs) this this person wasn't on the list but i put him at the bottom and that's andrew he's a power ranger (laughs) 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 um and then above andrew um we have guy tang who's worth two million dollars which fierce yeah uh he because he's a hairstylist and then he has a hair product that like mm-hmm. he and a youtube channel i think he's like a little influencer mm-hmm. in That's la awesome. um in front of him is uh kelly who is worth five million dollars um she like i guess in, it's it said that she's like invests in companies in like the la area and then in addition to that she's a producer of the show also family has a, a ton of money i think mm-hmm. i saw that too um um, in front of Kelly, we have Kim Lee, who is $10 million, nice. uh, who, which I believe that's a lot from her DJ stuff. I was going to say. Like, they make I feel so like she money. is like, I mean, I don't know much about the DJ community, but I feel like that she's, yeah. she is someone there. Do we think? I think so. I, I, don't, I didn't know her because I also don't know that much about DJs, but I mean, she seems like she had a big following or has a big following. Yeah. I mean like because you can get paid so much to like make an appearance and also she's like a hot woman and I'm sure she could parlay that into like deals on the side or like do you know what I mean yeah yeah because we don't see a lot of women DJs that are like also really hot yeah yeah. except for like Paris Hilton you know (laughs) who's an amazing DJ (laughs) um wait so then after that well this is the the discrepancy we have kevin at 19 million dollars on this newsweek article there's like no way seriously no way that he's worth 19 million and not buying himself dior already like there's the yeah. whole thing is that he's poor yeah yeah, yeah I, I i don't get it which feels which thus the storyline in itself does feel fabricated how poor he is but help me i'm poor I, <laughs> help, help me i'm poor <laughs> <laughs> um but, but it said that he's the ceo of 
I don't know what this uh, Tajian uh, Entertainment LLC. I don't know what that is. And then he says, and he's a motivational speaker for Beyond Muscle. Sorry. I'm like, how much does I, that pay? I don't know. But like, I, good for not him. 19. It can't be yeah. 19 million. I respect right? the hustle. I feel like a lot of people um, say they're CEOs, but like, I don't really know what their company is. Right. Like, Victoria, you're the CEO of Asians <laughs> who love Bravo, you know? Yeah. I'm a I'm CEO of my account, but. You're the CEO of the Tiffany Moon fan club. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Wait, after that, which we didn't really talk about him very much, but Kane. My uh, favorite. I love him. Kane's I love great. Too. Yeah, we didn't talk about him, but he really grew on me. In the beginning, I was like, no. you know, the meme of Jan Sport from Drag Race is like, not this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I felt at first. But then, like, I really, he's such a nice guy. And him yeah. talking to those racists in South Carolina. Yes. Oh, that really got me. I love yeah. him. Yeah. yeah. I love um, I just love him. He's just like wants the best for every single one of his friends. And he's trying to be the mediator and not in an annoying way. Yes. And he's just like, Kim, apologize. Or Kevin, say you're sorry for saying that. And yeah. And he's funny. Just, Agreed. He's funny. So funny. Um, but he's worth twenty million, and that's from. I mean, he he works in real estate in the L.A. area, so I I, I find that I feel like he he makes that himself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I um, buy it. After that, we had we have not mentioned her name at all, but Jamie. Oh, I Jamie. I wrote about her, and she. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do you not remember who Jamie is? <laughs> oh, Jamie. Does yes. She just kind of look like she complains a lot. Like I feel like in every scene she was in that shaman scene, she's like, I don't know what bag I was supposed to get. Yes. Oh, that <laughs> killed me. Like, what the fuck, Jamie? <laughs> or when they're in Vegas and they're like, you better like work, because like, <laughs> like eventually mom and dad aren't gonna pay for this. Yeah. All she's this like, anymore. what do you mean? Yeah. She, she doesn't right. get it. Yeah. yeah. Which I understand why she says, "What do you mean?" Because come to find out, her father is worth two point nine billion dollars. God damn. I hate my yeah, life. Yeah, she's not. She's <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not the right. I hate my life so um, much. And then uh, after after that, we have uh, Christine Ch uh, Chu, who's also fifty million dollars. Um, owns Beverly Hills Plastics with her husband. Incredible. And then I put at number one Anna Shea because like, my family my, sold a company for a billion dollars. She has to be worth. Has to be really rich. Yeah, and if you make wise investments, million. I mean, like, like. Once you have money and can invest it wisely, it's not hard to just keep making money. Right. Yeah. I I would know. Yeah. I wouldn't either. My boyfriend's good at this stuff. I have no fucking idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We're all trying to make podcast living. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. So lucrative. I'm doing great. <laughs> oh my um, God. But yeah. What about that random ass couple though? The, um, what's her name? Oh, Cherie yeah. and uh, Jesse. Oh yeah. my God. I Just, love them. They're sweet. They were sweet. I was really nervous when she proposed to him because his reaction. Oh my reaction, god! I was so nervous. I thought it was gonna go really bad. It kind of did for a second. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh. I know. Yeah. I think well, I was editing. I don't think it was. I think that I'm not thinking yeah. about that. You're probably right. I mean, I like when she names her kids like French names, just like how Alex named Francois and Johan, and her, 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 her kids names like Shador and. Something. I don't know, but I was just like, she's hilarious and she's so pretty and cute. Yes, and she's, she's so adorable. Yeah, and I feel so bad for her. Her story about her mom, like, oh, I, oh yeah. my god, my my baby is my mom. I thought that was his. Oh my god, how have we not talked about that? <laughs> <laughs> she thought her baby was her like, mom. <laughs> it's just like it is weird that the I breastfeed my mom. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was like, um. No, I don't think that's how reincarnation works. Uh, I was like, okay, you are never being fired from this show. Like, I was going to say, I love those like yeah. reality TV moments where you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like just instantly yeah. iconic. So funny. Yeah. And like, she also looks like she's very wealthy too. And oh, so she's not worried. Yeah, no, she's, not she's good. <laughs> not concerned about her. Yeah. Um, well, great. This kind of wraps up our fun little convo. Uh, this is so great, everyone. Thanks for all showing up. Uh, for those that don't know, we're covering like about 10,000 time zones in this Zoom call here. <laughs> True. Yeah. I'm surprised that it w worked. Because like, I guess it's like 8 o'clock there, right? Or like 9 o'clock. Um, yeah. 10 past 8. Oh, okay. Joe, what are you doing tonight? 
Um, and while we're on lockdown here in England, um, so I'm uh, <laughs> not leaving my house and was going to watch Great. some TV. That's Great. Nice. Um, wait, so before I let all of you go, can you all just plug your podcast, Instagrams, all those things? Uh, Victoria, why don't we start with you? Yes, I'm on Instagram at Asians Who Watch Bravo. It's just one name and um, the correct spelling. So yeah, follow me there. And I do a lot of uh, insights about racism on the shows, but also make memes and gifts and so yeah come follow me please yeah she's great please please go follow um uh joe uh it's joe gun 90 i have a dead podcast called bare minimum um <laughs> which you could go and listen to <laughs> um i might be rebooting it but i only really sort of say that when i've had a drink and then i just forget i better said that just never reboot oh my god it. do it joe everyone loves you joe really and like you re you really need like i don't want to make you do something you don't want to do but like like everyone loves you like you should yeah. really do it People would listen. I think people always want an English perspective too. They want to know, like, do they just think Americans are really stupid or are there similar issues in England that these women are fighting over? Like, I need to know it all. Noted. All right, I'll do an episode on that. <laughs> notice he didn't say he think we were. He, he, notice Joe didn't say he didn't think we were stupid. <laughs> I know, I know. I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah, Hannah, go. Yes. Um, you can follow me at Hannah A. Brown on Instagram and Twitter and check out my podcast, Not Aspirational with Hannah Brown. And then if you're into Gossip Girl, my friend Tyler Meredith and I also um, have a podcast called You Know You Love Us, where we recap Gossip Girl, which is super fun. So check it out. Yes. And uh, follow Dumpster Dive Pod at Dumpster Dive Pod. Wait, follow the follow the podcast at Dumpster Knife Pod on Instagram. You can follow me at the Tom Hamlet. And uh, yeah, we got Friday and Sundays are our episodes. So check that out and uh, just have a fantastic weekend. Uh, Bye, everyone. Thank you. Bye.